morning, everyone. Okay. You're, okay. you're, you're the, the only one. I was the only one. <laughs> okay. But... Network unstable. Okay. Well, I hear you. Okay. I think you're good. Okay. If if I have some trouble with my internet, I will just switch during the podcast. So, good morning, everyone. Thank you to be with us this morning. I hope you're going well. Um, we are um, still working on creativity this morning with the book Leadership. It's a, a so amazing uh, book. If you did not buy, I, I suggest you to take the book. It's Leadership from uh, John Maxwell. We are doing the podcast, uh, Jean-Philippe and I, always with a book because we take information, but we always find other articles about the subject. So today we will present a path. It's half of a page in the book, but we have a lot of information for you. If you weren't with us for the previous podcast, we are working on develop our creativity for leadership, to develop our team. And last week, we, uh, we were talking about give value to every idea that people can have because it will bring you to a next level, try new idea. And we were talking about working by team. Two different kinds of team that you can have. You have your uh, inner circle. It's your team that you are working with all the time. They are there. They are in your maybe in your business or they are people that help you in the tools that you don't have. <laughs> so it's your base uh, circle that you have. But you have another circle that it's a peripheric circle. This one is moving. It's asking people in success what they are doing right now. So you will change the people that you are asking questions, just depending the result. But that's really important thing here. It's working by team. It's asking questions. It's not managing people, but asking questions to have answer that what are they doing right now to be in success. So uh, if you want to hear the previous podcast, you can go on different platforms, but I will put the link, the link for the teachable platform because you don't have to look what were the data that did, we did the podcast. You will have by book the different podcasts. And today, Jean-Philippe, we will talk about taking risk. And in your business, in my business, in our day-to-day life, we are always taking risks. Um, but it brings us to success. Yes. Thank you, Sabrina. Good morning, everyone. So yes, the uh, six creative principle. Um, yesterday, we were talking about taking risks, like getting out of our comfort zone. Because most of the times we say, yes, I take risk, but it is like, is this really a risk? Or am I really in danger right now? Or is that a construct, okay, of fear that is taking place in my head right now? 
So that's a principle we will cover. And yes, obviously we have a look for many more information to help you uh, understand why it is so important to take risk in our life. And especially when we want to develop our leadership, especially when we want to become a better person, we need to have experience because taking risks, getting out of our comfort zone means that we had uh, that we're having experience, that we develop that experience, that data, that base that will help us and also other people around us to progress in life. So the reason why most of the times we don't like to take risks, okay, is because our brain, okay, we, Maria always say, don't let your brain control you, control your brain. The reason why is because naturally, okay, your brains will focus on what if, what if I do that and this happened? What if, and those are the worst case scenario, okay? Instead of focusing on what could be, what is the things that could happen that could be better than the situation that I'm living right now, okay? So our brain focus on what if, all the, 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 the possibilities that are improbable, improbable, that could not happen, okay? <laughs> Instead of focusing on what is the joy or what is the, 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 the plus value that can happen to me. So our brain is establishing a correlation between our fear level and the risk level. And actually, okay, that, that correlation isn't working, okay? It's not because it's, uh, our fear level is high that the risk level is high. And one of the examples that I really love about it is driving a car. Most people will say that driving a car, okay, they don't have fear and like there is no risk related to it. Instead of talking in front of an audience, their fear will be higher. So in their mind, the risk is higher. But when we analyze it, we know that there is more risk of getting injuries or even like accident, death when you're driving and not in front of an audience. So what it means is even if your fear is at a high level, it does not mean that there is actu an actual risk. So the reason why is because uh, here, when we uh, want to take risk or when we don't uh, take risk, is because our emotion control us. Okay, and we know that yes, sometimes emotion, when we are on the bright side, the good side, that emotion, um, that joy that it brings us is really good. But when we are on the side of the fear, okay, emotion are actually really bad. So one thing that is important to know about yes, taking risk is, is not every risk that are good to take. Okay, so remind that. So what you need to ask yourself, one of the first questions is, what really is the risk? But I want you to switch the word risk by danger. What really is the danger related to what I do? And I'm talking about real danger, okay? Not something that you construct in your mind, okay? So that you let your fear take control of you. So just ask yourself, what is really the danger here? 
Is there any danger where my life okay, is at risk right now? If not, okay, probably that it's in the process. It's something that you will uh, can take the risk and see the benefit of. And talking about benefit, let's look at what are the benefits of taking risks. Um, I find an article that uh, came from, um, maybe you know, Masterclass. Masterclass is a, kind of a company that they ask an actor like, to talk about different subjects. So I find the article here about taking risks that I really love. And like they say that the first benefits of taking risks is increase your self-confidence. Because yes, you will discover actually what you can do, okay? What you can realize and what is actually your fully potential. So it's just positive because at 80% of the times, okay, and even more, you will succeed at taking risks. Second benefit, you will develop new skills. So yes, because you will get out of your comfort zone and we know that you need to look for a solution. And when you look for a solution, you need to use your creativity and creativity will help you dig in, yes, your skills that you already have, but how you can adapt or change, okay, those skills to create new one. And three, the third benefits is financial rewards. And I can, like, for that, I can give you an example. The day I started hiring, okay, people that helped me in my business. I started at first uh, with uh, Marie-Ève that helped me on my uh, team group, okay, that I have on Facebook, okay? So she's helping me. She's doing my recognition, okay? She's tracking the people. She tagged them. The day she started that, okay, it let me, okay, sometimes to continue to develop my business. So even if I paid that person, okay, my financial reward was really higher because I have more time to do more sales. So yes, I can pay her, but I still have, okay, enough money to put some money aside. So those are the three benefits. I don't know, Sabrina, if you have maybe some example of your life about the benefits before we get to the tips. Because we are, yes, as you said, we are afraid to do some switch. Um, for example, when I buy my four real estate, and when I did my four re first real estate investment, how many people just come see me? Oh, I did it in the past. It didn't work for me. Or And if I were listening to them, I, I, it, it's sure that I, I, I wasn't doing it. But I decided to go on. I evaluate, is it a good one or not? I was asking questions. I know that we were, we will talk about it uh, after. But now I have the millionaire status only because I invest in the past in real estate. So, yes, now it's paying me. <laughs> but for some people, if I, I was just don't doing it because maybe it cannot work but i have the result right now because i did it in the past same thing when i decided starting tupperware because the question that my um recruiter told me is what 
what is the, the danger of trying it? There's, there was no risk, but I was afraid of trying it. So it took me a couple of months for really saying I'm a Tupperware seller or a Tupperware consultant. Thank God, 10 years after, I'm really happy for, for this, this try. But I was afraid and maybe if I was just say, oh, if people are telling that or that because I'm selling and, I, and I'm an high school teacher, I, I, I lose all what I have today. So yeah, take risk. We just don't know where it will bring us in the future. Exactly. So now let, let, let's have a look to five, five tips for taking better risks. Because yes, as we just said, okay, not every risk are good okay, to, 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 to take. Okay? Some of the risks needs to be calculated. So we will understand how we can do that. First tip, develop a system for assessing risk. So what kind of system? Okay, so when we are taking risks, there are pros and there are cons. Okay, do an exhaustive list of pros and cons. Okay, and everything that is getting through your head, okay, that you can identify as pros and I, as cons will help you take a better decision. Okay, and most of the time, that type of list won't be done in five minutes. Okay, you will start the list okay for like a day and maybe at night before getting to bed you will continue that list the the next morning the next days you will continue that list just to be sure that you're taking the good decision and you're not just like focusing or if your mood right now is on pros or cons that you sure um get the um, the right information on that uh, um on that system on that list and I remember when I decided to do uh, my business full time, it took me six months, six months to take the decision to evaluate, is it okay? Uh, and I'm earning enough in my business right now to pay all my bills. So yes, I was ready to do the move, but I, I, I wanna be sure that this move is good for all the family because I don't want to put the family in um, risk situation just because I, I want to do my business full time. So, and why I did the decision is just because I was earning more in my business than my uh, teacher pay a salary. So when I realized that I received more with my business, then my um, teacher a job, I said, okay, now I can do this switch. Yes, exactly. And it's related to the second tips, actually, uh, that say move past the fear of failure. So now you just did your pros and cons list, okay? But remember, okay, in the cons, most of the times, the cons that you will be writing will be about your fears, will be about your emotions. Okay, so it's really important, and we've covered that a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember in which section, but they say think about the worst case scenario, but don't just keep it in your mind. Tell to somebody what is the worst case scenario, and you will see naturally 
because this is fiction, this is fantasy in your mind, that naturally you will cut half of the version of the worst case scenario. And when you will say the rest of the worst case scenario, probably the person in front of you that you have rightly choose, okay, will say, well, none of that will happen because it's all in your emotion right now. So just telling, okay, somebody that you trust, somebody that will give you the right, um, the, the, the right visual, the right image of what you're really thinking and your worst scenario will help you actually go over that fear of failure that we all have okay, at some point. And I did the exercise with one of my directors a couple of uh, months ago when she said, I want to do my business full time. But I, I, I'm really afraid if it's not working and I say you already earn uh, more than your per personal job right now. But I'm asking her, how many how are you paying a day? What is the amount of money that you receive from your job a day? And she said, I will give an example, $200. Okay. So you have to sell $200 in your day to, to, to change it. How many clients do you need to sell $200 if you have all your day to sell something? And she said, oh, my God, maybe one or two. Are you able to talk to two clients in your day? And she was saying, oh, it's just that. I said, you will never be, because you already have a business in place, you can switch this day because she was asking, okay, maybe I will keep two days a week for my business. And I said, two days a week, it's for clients for, for your week and you will change your business. and." Because she was telling me that, she just said, oh, it's just, it's just that. I was seeing it as a big situation, but I realized that I can took products and sell them for all different business. It can be different, but just split it as what is my day-to-day -day paycheck that I have to replace, to change, and you will realize that it's just that I... I won't lose my house because I'm doing <laughs> my full-time business because she already have a, a team, an org in, in their life. Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Sabrina. Um, number three, think about the upside of change. Okay. And I really love that one. So, um, in the, in the article okay, that I was reading, they say, think about why you're considering changing your present situation. But dig in the pain, okay, if you accept the status, if you accept the status quo. Because most of the time we want to do change, okay, but we are afraid of doing it, okay, because yes, it will create a, like uncomfortable situation, but it's normal. But Sometimes people, okay, because they say, oh, I will live like moments that I don't know if I will be stable, don't know about like the financial, don't know about the, uh, the situation, what could happen, okay? So they've decided to stay in the status quo and say, oh, you know what? 
it's fine. It's okay. I don't like that. Don't like that. Don't like that. But it's fine. It's okay. Okay. And we hear it a lot. Okay. For people that are afraid of changing their job. Okay. So they say, I will lose. Okay. Um, I don't know how to translate that in English. Uh, pension. I really need to find that word. Traduction. Uh, a pension fund pension fund okay so i will lose <laughs> really important okay to know that so i will lose my pension fund but like they are they are miserable right now okay they don't like their job and how many teacher okay have i seen okay that they they just hate their last year like their five last year and like you see them count the days before they can uh the 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 retreat you can take their retreat is that the way you retirement say? retire yeah that they can retire okay so they count every day so at that point okay they prefer to live with the pain with the status quo instead of okay changing okay and taking a decision that could bring probably more to them and happiness and Yes, the happiness, but the healthy. Because sometimes they they will lose their healthy, the the psychological part that I'm staying somewhere that I don't want to go. I see a lot of people are working in medical um, care right now that they are crying in the car before entering at their job. But they are still there because they are afraid of changing. But the problem is, is that they are, how can we say, dying literally at Sifur. <laughs> they are dying every day going at their job. And it's one thing that I was saying when I was young. I will always stay in a job if I'm good at their job and if, if I'm feeling well. Because I don't want to stay in a job that I'm miserous, miserable to do this job, but I need to. So sometimes just, and when you're changing it, you realize that, oh my God, it's doing a big difference. I will give you an example. My husband, he was really, really loving teaching. But every year uh, he was insomniac. He was, uh, he had some trouble um that they were he was so tired at the end of the year and when he decided stop teaching he never do a somni after it he stopped uh teaching 10 years ago and the last insomniac night was 10 years ago but at this moment he was not realized that it was linked to their job right now he know because he did the change Yes. So like probably what people are hearing right now is, oh, actually, I just like just quit my job and like jump in another project. Okay. This is not what we mean, but if like, if you have the guts to do it and like, this is what you feel, okay, you should like be sure that you're taking the right decision. That's the reason why for, like the number four tips, okay, is find ways to take on incremental risk go step by step okay and this is most of people are doing with mlm mlm is a side hustle so yes they are working still 
full time, but they're developing their job. And at some point, yes, we see a lot of people that just like diminish their um, their uh, first job, okay, that they are doing full time to replace it by their business. And at some point, you're reaching, okay, the um, the place that you're asking yourself, am I like quitting my first job and like uh, invested full time in my business? So yes, just go step by step here, but be intentional that if really your intention is to replace it, just like be passionate and intentional about doing it. And if we are going to another way, accepting a new cost in your business, because I know that sometimes I have people in my team that at their job, the, the boss said, I see you at the next level. But in the same job, just that I will accept, yes, the next level in the, the, the business or in my job, sometimes it can be hard to do it. So you won't change. You will stay at the same place, but saying that, okay, I'm ready. I'm able to of doing it. And if my boss seeing me at this place, I will do it. And finally, the last point that we will cover here, it's um, seek out advice from calculated risk takers. So yes, here what you want to do is actually look for people that have the success that you want, okay? That have the success that are inspiring, okay? Not necessarily people that you uh, get along easily with, Okay, but people that have great success. So go ask them, okay, how they manage, okay, that situation about taking the risk, okay, so you can get inspired, okay, because most of the times people will go see, okay, and ask advice, okay, which is good, okay, first of all, go ask people is the better way that you can learn. But sometimes we don't ask necessarily the right person. We will ask somebody that will give us, okay, an advice that will that is actually the answer we are looking for and not necessarily what we need to hear at that point, okay? So yes, sometimes not it won't be necessarily confrontational, but yes, you just need to be confront a little bit just to be sure that the decision you're making, you're considering the whole view, okay? That you're getting the big picture and that you're just not only, okay, saying, oh yes, I was right about this situation. I was right about the decision I, I was about to make. This person confirmed it to me that I was right. But actually it's because you're too similar that you're taking that decision instead of going to look for a person that is maybe a little bit your opposite, but you will benefit far more from like their, um, their tips and what they will say to you. So on that, that's the end of our podcast today. So uh, tomorrow we will actually finish the uh, last principle, the last creative principle in the book. So just be there with us in English at eight o'clock tomorrow morning. So on that, we're wishing you a good day. Bye guys.